Act Two of The Life and Death of Tom Thumb the Great by Henry Fielding. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two, Scene One, The Street. Bailiff, Follower. Come on, my trusty follower, come on. This day discharge thy duty. And at night a double mug of beer, and beer shall glad thee. Stand here by me, this way must noodle pass. No more, no more, bailiff. Every word inspires my soul with virtue. Oh, I long to meet the enemy in the street, and nab him to lay arresting hands upon his back and drag him trembling to the sponging house there when i have him i will spang upon him o glorious foe by the sun moon and stars i will enjoy it though it be in forth yes yes my follower i will enjoy it Enjoy it then some other time, for now our prey approaches. Let us retire. Scene 2. Tom Thumb, Noodle, Bailiff, Follower Trust me, my Noodle, I am wondrous sick. For, though I love the gentle Hunkamunka, yet at the thought of marriage I grow pale. For, oh, but swear thou'lt keep it ever secret. I will unfold a tale will make thee stare. I swear by lovely Uncle charms. Then no. My grandmamma hath often said, Tom Thumb, beware of marriage. Sir, I blush to think a warrior great in arms as you should be affrighted by his grandmamma. Can an old woman's empty dreams deter the blooming hero from the virgin's arms? Think of the joy that will your soul alarm when in her fond embrace is clasped you lie whilst on her panting breast dissolved in bliss you pour out all top thumb in every kiss. Oh, Noodle, thou hast fired my eager soul. Spite of my grandmother, she shall be mine. I'll hug, caress, I'll eat her up with love. Whole days and nights and years shall be too short for our enjoyment. Every sun shall rise, blushing to see us in our bed together. Oh, sir, this purpose of your soul pursue. Oh, sir, I have an action against you. At whose suit is it? At your tailor's, sir. Your tailor put this warrant in my hands, and I arrest you, sir at his commands ha dogs arrest my friend before my face think you tom thumb will suffer this disgrace but let vain cowards threaten by their word tom thumb shall shew his anger by his sword kills bailiff and follower oh i am slain i am murdered also and to the shades the dismal shades below my bailiff's faithful follower i go go then to hell like rascals as you are as give our service to the bailiff's there thus perish all the bailiffs in the land 
till debtors at noonday shall walk the streets, and no one fear a bailiff or his writ. Scene three. The Princess Hunkamunka's Apartment. Hunkamunka, Cleora, Mustasha. Give me some music. See that it be sad. Cupid is a lovesick maid. Bring thy quiver to her aid. With equal ardor wound the swain. Beauty should never sigh in vain. Let him feel the pleasing smart. Drive the arrow through his heart. When one you wound, you then destroy. When both you kill, you kill with joy. O oh, Tom Thumb, Tom Thumb, Wherefore art thou, Tom Thumb? Why hast thou not been born of royal race? Why had not mighty Bantam been thy father, Or else the king of Brentford, old or new? I am surprised that your highness can give yourself a moment's uneasiness About that little insignificant fellow, Tom Thumb the Great, one properer for a plaything than a husband. Were he my husband, his horns should be as long as his body. If you had fallen in love with a grenadier, I should not have wondered at it. If you had fallen in love with something, but to fall in love with nothing? Cease, my moustache, on thy duty cease. The zephyr, when in flowery veils it plays, is not so soft, so sweet as Thummy's breath. The dove is not so gentle to its mate. The dove is every bit as proper for a husband. Alas, madam, there's not a bow about the coat looks so little like a man. He is a perfect butterfly, a thing without substance, and almost without shadow too. This rudeness is unseasonable. Desist, or I shall think this railing comes from love. Tom Thumb's a creature of that charming form that no one can abuse unless they love him. Madam the King. Scene 4. King Hunkamunka. Let all but Hunkamunka leave the room. Exeunt Cleora and Mustasha. Daughter. I have observed of late some grief unusual in your countenance. Your eyes, that like two open windows, used to shew the lovely beauty of the rooms within, have now two blinds before them. What is the cause? Say, have you not enough of meat and drink? We've given strict orders not to have you stinted. Alas, my lord, I value not myself, that once I eat two fowls and half a pig, small as that praise, but, oh, a maid may want what she can neither eat nor drink. What's that? Oh, spare my blushes, but I mean a husband. If that be all, I have provided one, a husband great in arms, whose warlike sword streams with the yellow blood of slaughtered giants, whose name in terra incognita is known, whose valor, wisdom, virtue make a noise great as the kettle-drums of twenty armies. Whom does my royal father mean? Tom Thumb. Is it possible? Ah, oh, the window-blinds are gone. A country dance of joy is in your face. Your eyes spit fire. Your cheeks grow red as beef. Oh, 
there's a magic music in that sound enough to turn me into beef indeed yes i will own since licensed by your word i'll own tom thumb the cause of all my grief for him i've sighed i've wept i've gnawed my sheets oh thou shalt gnaw thy tender sheets no more a husband thou shalt have to mumble now oh happy sound henceforth let no one tell that hunkamunka shall lead apes in hell oh i am overjoyed i see thou art joy lightens in thy eyes and thunders from thy brows transports like lightning dart along thy soul as small shot through a hedge oh say not small this happy news shall on our tongue ride post ourselves we bear the happy news to thumb yet think not daughter that your powerful charms must still detain the hero from his arms various his duty various his delight now in his turn to kiss and now to fight and now to kiss again so mighty jove when with excessive thundering tired above comes down to earth and takes a bit and then flies to his trade of thundering back again Scene five. Grizzle, Hunkamunka. Oh, Hunkamunka, Hunkamunka, oh, thy pouting breasts like kettle drums of brass be everlasting loud alarms of joy, and bright as brass they are, and oh, as hard. Oh, Hunkamunka, Hunkamunka, oh ha dost thou know me princess as i am that thus of me you dare to make your game oh hunkamunka well i know that you a princess are and a king's daughter too but love no meanness scorns nor grandeur fears love often lords into the cellar bears and bids the sturdy porter come upstairs for what's too high for love or what's too low oh hunkamunka hunkamunka oh but granting all you say of love were true my love alas is to another due in vain to me a suitoring you come for i'm already promised to tom thumb and can my princess such a durgan wed one fitter for your pocket than your bed advise by me the worthless baby shun or you will ne'er be brought to bed of one oh take me to thy arms and never flinch who am a man by jupiter every inch then while in joys together lost we lie i'll press thy soul while gods stand wishing by if sir what you insinuate you prove all obstacles of promise you remove for all engagements to a man must fall whene'er that man is proved no man at all oh let him seek some dwarf some fairy miss where no joint-stool must lift him to the kiss but by the stars in glory you appear much fitter for a prussian grenadier one globe alone on atlas shoulders rests two globes are less than hunkamunka's breasts 
the milky way is not so white that's flat and sure thy breasts are full as large as that oh sir so strong your eloquence i find it is impossible to be unkind ah speak that o'er again and let the sound from one pole to another pole rebound the earth and sky each be a battledore and keep the sound that shuttlecock up an hour to doctor's commons for a license i swift as an arrow from a bow will fly oh no lest some disaster we should meet twere better to be married at the fleet forbid it all ye powers a princess should by that vile place contaminate her blood my quick return shall to my charmer prove i travel on the post-horses of love those post-horses to me will seem too slow though they should fly swift as the gods when they ride on behind that post-boy opportunity scene six tom thumb hunkamunka where is my princess where's my hunkamunka where are those eyes those card matches of love that light up all with love my waxen soul where is that face which artful nature made in the same moulds where venus self was cast oh what is music to the ear that's deaf or a goose-pie to him that has no taste what are these praises now to me since i am promised to another ha promised too sure tis written in the book of fate then i will tear away the leaf wherein it's writ or if fate won't allow so large a gap within its journal book i'll blot it out at least scene seven glumdalka tomthum hunkamunka i need not ask if you are hunkamunka your brandy nose proclaims i am a princess nor need i ask who you are a giantess the queen of those who made and unmade queens the man whose chief ambition is to be my sweetheart hath destroyed these mighty giants your sweetheart dost thou think the man who once hath worn my easy chains will e'er wear thine well may your chains be easy since if fame says true they have been tried on twenty husbands the glove or boot so many times pulled on may well sit easy on the hand or foot i glory in the number and when i sit poorly down like thee content with one heaven change this face for one as bad as thine let me see nearer what this beauty is that captivates the heart of men by scores holds a candle to her face oh heaven thou art as ugly as the devil you'd give the best of shoes within your shop to be but half so handsome since you come to that i'll put my beauty to the test tom thumb i'm yours if you with me will go oh stay tom thumb and you alone shall fill that bed where twenty giants used to lie in the balcony that o'erhangs the stage i've seen a whore two prentices engage one half a crown does in his fingers hold the other shoes a little piece of gold she the half guinea wisely does purloin and leaves the larger and the baser coin 
left scorned and loathed for such a chit as this i feel the storm that's rising in my mind tempests and whirlwinds rise and roll and roar i'm all within a hurricane as if the world's four winds were pent within my carcass confusion horror murder guts and death Night, king glumdalka sure never was so sad a king as i my life is worn as ragged as a coat a beggar wears a prince should put it off to love a captive and a giantess oh love oh love how great a king art thou my tongue's thy trumpet and thou trumpetest unknown to me within me o glumdalka heaven thee designed a giantess to make but an angelic soul was shuffled in i am a multitude of walking griefs and only on her lips the balm is found to spread a plaster that might cure them all what do i hear what do i see oh ah ah wretched queen oh wretched king ah oh scene nine tom thumb hunkamunka parson happy's the wooing that's not long a-doing for if i guess right tom thumb this night shall give a being to a new tom thumb it shall be my endeavour so to do oh fie upon you sir you make me blush it is the virgin's sign and suits you well i know not where nor how nor what i am i am so transported i have lost myself forbid it all ye stars for you're so small that were you lost you'd find yourself no more so the unhappy sempstress once they say her needle in a pottle lost of hay in vain she looked and looked and made her moan for ah the needle was forever gone long may they live and love and propagate till the whole land be peopled with tom thumbs so when the cheshire cheese a maggot breeds another and another still succeeds by thousands and ten thousands they increase till one continued maggot fills the rotten cheese scene ten noodle and then grizzle sure nature needs to break her solid chain or else fix the world and in a rage to hurl it from its axle tree and hinges all things are so confused the king's in love the queen is drunk the princess married is oh noodle hast thou hunker munker seen i have seen a thousand sights this day where none are by the wonderful bitch herself outdone the king the queen and all the court are sights damn your delay you trifler are you drunk huh i will not hear one word but hunker munker by this time she is married to tom thumb my hunker munker your hunker munker tom thumb's hunker munker every man's hunker munker if this be true all womankind are damned if it be not may i be so myself see where she comes i'll not believe a word against that fate 
upon whose ample brow sits innocence with majesty enthroned grizzle hunkamunka where has my hunkamunka been see here the license in my hand alas tom thumb why dost thou mention him ah me tom thumb what means my lovely hunkamunka hum oh speak hum ah your every word is hum you force me still to answer you tom thumb tom thumb i'm on the rack i'm in a flame tom thumb tom thumb tom thumb you love the name so pleasing is that sound that were you dumb you still would find a voice to cry tom thumb oh be not hasty to proclaim my doom my ample heart for more than one has room a maid like me heaven formed at least for two i married him and now i'll marry you ah dost thou own thy falsehood to my face think'st thou that i will share thy husband's place since to that office one cannot suffice and since you scorn to dine one single dish on go get your husband put into commission commissioners to discharge ye gods it fine is the duty of a husband to your highness yet think not long i will my rival bear or unrevenged the slighted willow wear the gloomy brooding tempest now confined within the hollow caverns of my mind in dreadful whirl shall roll along the coasts shall thin the land of all the men it boasts and cram up every chink of hell with ghosts so have i seen in some dark winter's day a sudden storm rush down the sky's highway sweep through the streets with terrible ding-dong gush through the spouts and wash whole crowds along the crowded shops the thronging vermin screen together cram the dirty and the clean and not one shoe-boy in the street is seen o oh, fatal rashness should his fury slay my helpless bridegroom on his wedding-day i who this morning of two choose which to wed may go again this night alone to bed so have i seen some wild unsettled fool who had her choice of this and that joint stool to give the preference to either loath and fondly coveting to sit on both while the two stools her sitting part confound between em both fall squat upon the ground End of Act 2